Next on News for the Soul, Anna Larai is a pure source channel who has dedicated her life to guiding and uplifting others on their spiritual journeys. She has been a beacon of light in the realm of energy work in spiritual transformation since 2015. And as a universal channel, her abilities magnify energies that invite others to rise to their highest potentials. With a profound connection to universal energies, Anna Lurai has channeled over 70 beings of light and collectives bringing forth the highest frequencies and processes essential for the evolution of individuals and the planet through over 4,000 transformational sessions. Please welcome Anna Lurai, back to News for the Soul. begins its 27th year in January 2024. Find out our latest news at newsforthesoul.com. Next on News for the Soul, Anna Larai is a pure source channel who has dedicated her life to guiding and uplifting others on their spiritual journeys. She has been a beacon of light in the realm of energy work in spiritual transformation since 2015. And as a universal channel, her abilities magnify energies that invite others to rise to their highest potentials. With a profound connection to universal energies, Anna Larai has channeled over 70 beings of light and collectives bringing forth the highest frequencies and processes essential for the evolution of individuals and the planet through over 4,000 transformational sessions. Please welcome Anna Larai back to News for the Soul. Hear all of our previously aired broadcasts of News for the Soul online at newsforthesoul.com. Now let's get back to the show. Next up, Sparkles of Love with Anna Larai. Let's bring her on to reintroduce herself, her show, and what's up for today. Hi, everyone. I'd like to let you know that I am still away traveling. We have an alchemy gathering, and uh, it is my focus currently. But I wanted to still continue with our show, so I have picked a great recording for you for today. And it's with Lord Maitreya, and I know many of you know who he is. And it's a really good recording, and it's about, he, he talks about living a life that you love. And he gives a lot of uh, information and the energetics. And he gives you some really practical suggestions. And he's really going to talk about gratitude and loving what you have. And it's not about how much you have. So I think you'll find it to be a really powerful session. Enjoy, and I'll see you upon my return. 
All righty. So um, please make sure you have water with you. And I'm going to go in now and get started. So let's all just connect to the light. And I'm going to call forth on Lord Maitreya. Greetings, beloved ones. I am Lord Maitreya. And it is a pleasure to be present with you this day and with my beloved Anna Larai. This day I wish to address the topic, living a life you love. And I'd like you to write in to me in this moment. On a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being a great deal, a, a lot, please tell me right now. And those of you listening in the future, you can just do this for yourself. On a scale of 1 to 10, and I'm using the word love, not like, how much do you love the life you have in this moment? How much do you love it? Not even like it. So on a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being you are over the moon, it is absolutely everything you ever dreamed of. So please write in. And we're just waiting. Ah, this is beautiful. So we have everything from twos and threes to seven, eights, and nines. So there is quite a range. So we would say, even for those at eight or nine, that there are opportunities to love your life more. So what I wish to do is address this this day. And... Where I wish to begin is all of it begins on the perception of your own life. And I know that you probably all thought I was going to tell you how to all change your life and how it could be all tens or plus tens or elevens for each of you and all your dreams were going to come true. And we, we may spend a little bit of time on this, but I wish to begin with your own perception of your life. The challenge uh, that many of you face, or many in human form face, is uh, a few different things, but I shall begin with this, is that you have forgotten that you are who you are. So, But in the forgetting, you don't realize you have forgotten, so that becomes more of an issue as you begin to awaken. Uh, so those who are not yet awakened, uh, do not even realize that they have forgotten who they are. So in doing so, in, in not remembering who you are, you have bought into the limitations that of the illusion here on planet Earth. And in doing so, what happens is you each have perceptions around uh, what will make your life better. So if I were to ask many different people, they would say things like more money, a love partner, that I could own a home, that I had a job, or that I had a job I loved, uh, that I got to travel. Uh, there would be things around health. There would be things around family. There would be long lists that people would say would make them love their life more. And what happens is, 
on planet Earth from for the most part is that people perceive their life from a place of lack. So people perceive it from a place of what it isn't rather than what it is. So when people look at their lives, the majority of people, not all, they see, they perceive what is missing, what more they wish for. Now, would you say that is true for you or uh, people around you? Just let me know. Is that something you have seen or experienced either in yourself at any time in your life or with others? And it does not matter whether it is cultural or it is the way the brain functions uh, or it does not really matter. It actually happens that you come from a place of lack. You come from what you are missing. So one says both, what is missing, and then there being things in your life you don't like or want anymore. And another says, seen it, experienced it, but something else is happening now as well. So when you come from this place of lack, when the perception is there, and again, it does not matter where it comes, being aware of it is much more grateful, uh, makes it shift and change. But what happens is, and we know you have these analogies about a glass half empty or half full, or is the glass refillable, or all of those kinds of stories. But when you perceive what is missing, then that is where the energetic focus is, is what is missing. And as you know, when you put your focus on something, you bring more attention to it and more energy and more vibration to it. So what often happens is on an energetic and uh, etheric level, when you perceive yourself as sad or uh, in lack or limited or uh, controlled, or poor, or lack of, uh, lack of abundance, or unhealthy. When you start to focus on these things, is for many what happens is they become more powerful. And I say they become more powerful because they become more powerful energetically. And for some of you, uh, what happens then is even more of it comes forth. So for many, it's the expression that we've heard is it becomes a downward spiral. Does this make sense to you? Is this what you have seen and experienced? And so, yes, so, so most of you are saying yes, that you have seen this and you have experienced this. And what happens is as this downward spiral begins or as the energy begins to flow in the way of lack, the lack grows stronger. And the way the human uh, perception goes is what happens next is there is, uh, you see lack in more areas. So you might have seen it in one area, and I will say lack, I will use this word, but it could be health, it could be anything uh, that is not a tense. And then you begin to look around the rest of your life and, oh, my goodness, you happen to see it everywhere. And so then 
it becomes everywhere. And as this happens, changes occur on a chemical level within the brain where you become overwhelmed and you feel stuck. And uh, sometimes things like depression come forward or it is harder to see the good in things. And uh, have you experienced this? Do you, have you seen it in yourself or in others? Do you know what I speak of? actually becomes a physical manifestation. So what happens then is that you are creating your reality, are you not? When you see what is missing in your life or what you feel you don't want anymore, uh, what is not there, the things when you are in this space of want, uh, wanting to wanting to get rid of something or wanting to have something else in this space of lack, that you then create stronger energies that bring it forth. So in fact, you then continue to create the lack. And while it sounds quite simple when it is explained in this way, I completely understand that in your own reality, it is much more difficult than I am making it sound. Uh, but I am speaking from a higher realm and from a, a higher perspective of it that I wish you to understand. So before I go any further, are there any questions around the perception of lack and what it does on a physical level? We think that you have all experienced it enough that you probably are very clear on it, but I wish to ask this before I go any further. Now, before I continue, I would say that I am not encouraging you in any manner to ignore things. So it is not about turning a blind eye. This is not uh, this is not what we are promoting. So be aware of the fine balance. So when you can focus on gratitude and when you can focus on what you have and parts of your life that you already love, when you can put your attention to growing these, these areas in your life and your focus in this way, it really helps shift things. So, for example, uh, let's say you have a job you do not like. Just as an example. So many focus on that, what they don't like about that job and how t difficult it is to go to work each day and how their boss may be uh, somewhat of a, a turkey, you might say. Uh, they complain about their boss. They complain about their pay. And they don't get any respect there. There are, might be many different things. So they... And what happens is in doing so, they bring this energy, as I have said, to the job even stronger and to themselves even stronger. So what they do is they focus on the negative of it, the lack of, of what they want. And instead, if they put their focus, even if they want to find a new job, on what they love in their job. So maybe uh, they love the hours they work, or maybe they love one of their colleagues, or maybe they love that they get to set their own schedule. There must be something. Uh, they love receiving a paycheck. Uh, 
There must be something that they still love about this work. So when you focus on the love or the what you enjoy in the work, again, you are adding energy of this. Always add in a, a very large dose, gratitude. So when you do it this way, again, it starts to shift the energy of it. So when you begin to think of, I wish to have a new job, then you can bring that energy of what you love forward. Because what happens is, in, in an example like this, is that when people want to leave a job or find another job, they are coming from this space of frustration and sadness and anger and disappointment and lack. And as they begin their job search or thinking of what they are, they are coming from that vibration. So very often they may find something else, but they will often not be very happy with it very quickly because they have created from a space of lack. Do you see what I mean? Is this understandable, beloved? I would say that what you might understand more readily is um, if we use relationships, because most of you, uh, if not all of you, have been in a what you call a romantic relationship or a partnership at some uh, point in time. So when you are frustrated with your partner, uh, whether it is they don't, uh, you perceive that they are not attentive enough to you or you don't resonate with them or you do not enjoy your conversations or your physical life together, uh, whatever the lack is, when you focus on this, what happens is the energy of that goes into the relationship and into the partnership. And again, it is not about not ever thinking or addressing issues, but when you focus primarily on what is wrong, then you create that vibration of what is wrong that is held in the living energy of what is that partnership or that relationship. And when you focus on uh, what that person does beautifully for you, what you love about them, what you remember falling in love with, with that individual back in the day, when you focus on the good things that they are in, in their personality and in their relationship and how uh, they may support you or in all the good things that they do, then you bring that vibration and energy to the relationship and the other person feels this and it raises the vibration of the relationship. And what happens is that because uh, jobs and relationships and where you live, you see them as static and very often. But what you don't realize is each part of your life has its own vibration and energy. So where you live, whether you live alone or with others, there is a vibration present. And whether you fill that with love and gratitude and appreciation or disappointment, or you are completely neutral and you haven't thought of this before, it changes where you are. Your job has a vibration and an energy to it. Your relationships and your friendships have a vibration and relationship to it. Your pets, have you have a relationship and vibration with them, the vehicles you drive the uh, way in which you earn your living. All of these, you 
I invite you to see more as living, uh, we don't want to say living beings, but living vibrations, living energy. And when you look at it in this manner, you will see that much can change when you focus how your attention, when you focus, uh, when you change what you focus on, when you stop coming from a place of lack. So uh, tell us, tell me now, beloved, if you could name one place, where is one place that you realize in, in this conversation that you have focused more on the lack in your life? Uh, we're not, we're going to read out loud, but not name, so no one will know. But where do you realize that you have had more attention on the lack of the in the situation? What parts of your life? Just one. So some are saying health, some are saying financial, some are saying house, some are saying home. time. So do you understand, do you see that as you focus on the lack of it, unless you are choosing uh, to take action, so when you focus on the lack of it and just focus on the lack, it creates a vibration that is unhealthy and unhappy. It lowers the vibration, uh, the energy around the situation. Now, that does not mean that if you are uh, want a new home that you don't take action. But in the, if we use this as an example, if you are wanting to move to a new house, if you focus on the what you love in the place that you are, then you are coming from a place, and it doesn't mean you are looking for the exact same things, but you are coming from the vibration of love and gratitude when you begin your search. And the when you do a search, so whether it be for a new partner or for improved health or for a new home or for money, as you do this process from this space and vibration that is higher than lack, from this place of gratitude and love, then what your results are is quite different. The results become quite different. Which questions do you have at this point? As you have learned in the past, you are most welcome to put the things that you wish differently in your life, to put these in blessing balls and to see them with light and to use uh, the what would it takes to improve situations. But again, we want you to be very aware of how you perceive it because when you perceive it, you are adding to a low vibration. You are creating it to be worse than it already is. So when I speak mm -hmm. of living a life that you love, when I speak of living a life that you love, it is not necessarily about having all that you want. It is about loving where you are and what life has brought forward to you. And when you can reach a stage of being, uh, creating a vibration of love and gratitude, 
no matter how your life is, you are able to shift things in a different way uh, more quickly, but you are able to live, uh, perceive. When you create this vibration of gratitude and love around your own personal situation, whatever it be, work, finances, health, home, et cetera, relationships, et cetera, when you are able to perceive it differently, what happens is on the energetic, there is a huge shift that occurs, a huge shift. And all of a sudden, even though uh, your situation may not have changed completely, the perception that you will hold and the vibration around it is that it has changed because you see it very differently. You see it very differently. And when you are in this place, then you can love it more. And it begins the upwards because you love it more or you are at least more grateful for the way it is. Then it creates more of this vibration that allows more change to come. So as you add more love and more gratitude, really from a space of heart and, and center, what happens then is that it adds to the vibration. And as the vibration of the situation rises, it is much more easy for the situation to change. It is much more easy for the situation to change. But for some of you, I understand that this is a difficult space to get to. But that in itself is your own perception. That is yourself coming from a perception of lack. From a perception of lack. So I wish you to uh, write in to me now and tell me when you, each of you, not all of you wrote, but you wrote something about that was difficult, something you were wanting to change that you had seen lack in. So uh, write in now one thing that is good about that situation. So if you take the most difficult situation in your life right now, please write in and tell me what is good about it. Where is the good in it? So what is good about it? More awareness in the moment and about decisions. One says, I have a roof over my head and food to eat and money to pay the bills. So what do others write? What is good about your finances or what is good about your health or what is good about your house? Now, for some of you, I can feel that you're having difficulty finding something good about it. And there shows you where your limitation is, where you are stuck. Because as it becomes, as you have made it so difficult that it is hard to find something good in it, then it becomes more difficult to raise the vibration on it all. One says, I have enough. Enough to pay the bills and to feed myself. Yes. And that is something to be deeply grateful for, for there are others that do not have this. Another uh, speaks of that they rarely get sick. They don't have a cr uh, chronic pain. 
and they are mobile and able to participate in life. So there are many things. Uh, another says the home is a beautiful pet place. It is paid off. It gives us great protection from the weather. Another says my life is a jewel. It is hard to find a stuck that is already not improving. There we go. So as you begin to look at your own life, what I want you to do is to really begin to love your life more, is to find all the good things in the difficult situations, to make sure that even when things are challenging or you are in lack or there are things you want to change, that you focus on the gratitude, you focus on the love, you focus on what you have rather than what you do not have. For in doing so, you change the vibration of everything around it and this allows the change to come forward. This allows the change. So let us talk for a second about the next piece of this. And uh, has, has there been any large discussion lately around surrender? For we know Anna Larai has done this recently. Yes, this is why, beautiful. So it ties in so beautifully is that as you begin to love your life more, then as you have learned in your last call, the importance of having it all, having the surrender, being able to surrender to what comes. Most of you, as you have spoken, uh, surrendered in this place of, from this place of lack, yes? That when things were really difficult, and this was the focus of the call, when things were really difficult, you surrendered. But that was generally, that was generally from this place, yes? And that was with Lady Hope a couple of calls ago. So what you focused on then was learning how to surrender when things are difficult, and that when you can truly surrender a difficult situation with no attachment to the outcome, then you began to learn and understand what surrender could do for you. All right. So what if you also use this technique of surrender that you learned and you used it uh, in times when you were happy? You used it when you are not in, uh, we shall say, at the very depths of despair. So if you think of the places you wish to change in your life, the, the parts that you don't love yet, if you could also get to the point of being grateful and then surrender, you are doing multiple energetic and physical processes that are bringing about the change. Does this make sense to you? Then if it makes sense and you understand this, let me go on. So let us talk now a little bit about creating a life that you love. So 
part of what happens is that many on planet Earth get caught up in, well, we shall just call it uh, the material life. That through your media and television and, and commercialism, there is great focus on what you have. Uh, what type of car you drive, how big your home is, that you have the newest clothes. Uh, you understand what we mean. And we are not saying this is right or wrong. It just is. It's a very uh, much of your uh, so-called developed world is very commercially uh, focused. And we have no, we are not judging this. So we are just saying that we recognize that this is so. When you go to the space of creation, when you wish to create a life that you love, very often you are coming from this commercial space, we shall say. So when you are looking, you look that you want a bigger house or a different car or a job with more money or uh, different things like this. So when you are coming from this space, then you are not creating the life that you love from the proper vibration, from the vibration within your heart. So when you when you want to create a life you love, so the first thing I would say to you, because we've talked about being in lack, so let us go to the flip side. So when you are in the process of creating what you love or a life that you can love, first of all, it takes a little bit of focus and it takes I would say not some time. I would say it takes a little time to sort out the difference between your desires, your wants, commercialism, and what is truly in your heart. And and not very often do people ask you what it is that you would love, what it is that you truly want in your life. And many have not taken the time to actually stop and think about what it is that would bring you great joy in your life. So when you are in the process of creating a life that you love, how many of you have already written down somewhere, whether it be on paper or computer, have done, uh, whether you call them vision boards or goals, or have created clear ideas about what it is you want in life? How many of you have something like that that is current right now? So we have some that say no, some have not done it before, some say it needs a little bit of updating, some say they've started it but not complete yet. So we have the whole gamut, the whole range. So let me talk a little bit about this on an energetic. So we know that there are people that teach classes and there is much, uh, you know, there are what you call apps you can find to do all of this and there's many different ways. Uh, and another has set up one that what they wish to accomplish in life. But what we would suggest is that at least on an annual basis, least, at least in what you call yearly, it is very worthwhile for you to sit in quiet, in meditation, in a place of gratitude and love, and only when your heart is open, and look at what it is that brings you joy, what it is that would make your life what you perceive better, what it is that you wish to accomplish, 
maybe uh, things you wish to have in your life, and what it is that brings you the joy and the peace and the love. When you stop and consider what these things are in a concrete manner, you are then allowing the universe to assist you. Because when you don't know what it looks like, or you don't have any idea, then it is like a, a boat on the ocean without a direction. So you may still have a good life, you may still be happy, but you are not focused on what it is that will bring you even greater joy, even greater fulfillment or a higher vibration. And what we would say that it would make sense that there is a combination of things in this. So when you do this, again, in whatever format you find, and we know that uh, some people like the things called vision boards, some people like to write out goals, some people like lists, it matters not in the format. But we would highly suggest that you take the time and really look at what is it that brings you joy. And yes, in the past, people have things said things like, I want a new sofa. I want to buy this type of car. I want this. But we want you to look at it not just on this level, but on the higher levels. We want to ask you, what are you to ask yourself? What brings you joy and peace? What elevates your vibrations? What makes you more powerful in your own right. And as well as, what do you wish to do for the planet? What do you wish to do for yourself? And you may even want to ask, am I on my path? Is there more I can do for others, for myself? What, are, what do I need to learn? Or what do I need to let go of? And when you look at it in this manner, it allows you to focus differently. It allows you to bring a vibration and energy to your own creation. It allows you to focus on living a life that you love. Because many never ask what brings them joy. Many never focus on what is it that brings me happiness and peace? How do I make my life and my living a higher vibration? And even if it is, you are very happy with it now, then how do you take it to the higher levels? How do you continue this? And so as I suggest that when you take the time uh, so we wish to, so let us ask you, uh, because we are, as you know, when we speak with Anna Lurai, we think she has told you that there are multiple channels that are happening at the same time. So she is listening and hearing us and speaking to you for us, uh, but there are other streams that we are doing at the same time with her. So what we would say, is this something that would be, worthwhile to do as a class or a short series of sessions on creating the life that you love? Would this be something that might be helpful to be guided 
and to you would do your own work, of course, but uh, just let us know. You, you don't have to decide now, but we're formatting with her that this might be something that people would uh, find helpful. So we ask someone to remind her of this, to put it on her little book of things to create. So as you begin to create from this space, as you sit with your heart open in a meditative space, it is also very wise to talk to your higher self and to bring forth your guides because there may be things that you have not even considered that will bring you great joy. Because when you look at living a life that you love, you are doing it right now from your perspective. But what if there are things that you have never considered that will bring you joy beyond belief? Adding a layer of asking for guidance from your higher self or your own guides, we would say is an important thing to do, a very important thing to do. And we would say that at least annually, if you're going to do something like this, it is something that needs to be reviewed regularly, whether it be daily or weekly. But again, because the vibrations and energies change so quickly, you want to be aware of where you are at and is this still what you want? Is there a better way for this uh, to come to fruition? And as you are creating this life that you love, when you think of uh, being a child and what you wanted to be when you grow up, how many of you right now are what you had said as a child? How many of you grew up to be what you said you wanted to be as a child? For what happens when you are a child is very often the same thing. Yes, and we would tell you that Anna Larai is the same. So some say, not me, not yet, not even close. Yes, so many of you, because when you are a child, you have a very narrow perspective and you are coming, you are coming from a space of your own view of the world, of, of what you thought you wanted, without usually any regard to how many hours you worked or what education was required or how it would affect your life. You just thought that this was fun or someone gave you an idea that you should be a, a nurse or a firefighter or a doctor or an engineer. And it is the same thing when you are living a life you love. When you are looking to create your life, you have perceptions right now about what it is. And you're coming from this particular perspective. As you increase your vibration and as you continue to grow as a soul and remember who you are, that will change. Living a life you love will change. What you want to create will change. And this is why it is good to continue at least on an annual basis to completely review and assess if it is what you want and see what you've already accomplished. But also, you know, to look every at least every week and see if, and focus, is this where I want my energy to be? Because what happens in the human condition is that you get caught up in the energy of the day-to-day. You get caught up in what you call survival energy, making sure that you get to work on time, that there is clean clothes and there is food in the fridge. And so creating a life that you love seems like something in the future. 
But as you live that, uh, all of a sudden the future is here and you're still in the same place. And this is why the creating the life you love comes from a different, a couple of different perspectives. The not focusing on what you don't have, as we spoke of at the beginning, the surrendering, which we spoke of in the middle, and now the taking the time to focus some energy on what it is you wish your life to be from a place of open heart and gratitude, not from a place of lack. So which questions do you have for me at this point before I go on? And I suggest that you also drink some of your water. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you, beloveds. We know that in your busy lives, sometimes it can be very difficult to find the time or the quiet to do this. But I would say to you now that as you are aware, these energies are very strong. And as Anna Larai and the alchemy share with you often, it is a time of uh, rising vibrations and frequencies. And much is manifesting very quickly right now. So we would suggest that you take the time and that you focus a little bit on this. For as the uh, vibration is accelerating, we don't want to see you manifesting from a place that not, is not of love and manifesting not what it is that you desire and truly want. So I'm going to give you some uh, questions to write down. And you may type them or write them because I'm going to give you some focus on this. And we shall have, and I'll write them as well in case you missed them. So the first thing I want you to write down, beloved, brings me joy. So before that, maybe this is the second question. The first question shall bring be, what brings me happiness? Because you know that joy and happiness are different. We know answering the joy question is much more difficult for people. When am I most peaceful? On a day-to-day -day basis, so uh, if you were to sort of take an average, how open is your heart? We know what it is like when you are at a gathering, but we're talking about on a day-to-day -day living. On a day-to-day -day basis, how open is your heart? What can I do that would make me laugh more? What can I do that would make me laugh more often? And we shall ask you one more. What belief or emotion or wound 
do you wish to release that would help you love life more? What to release to help you love life more? So we shall just repeat these for you in case you missed anything. What brings me happiness? Number two, what brings me joy? Because they are very different. When am I most peaceful? On a day-to-day basis, how open is my heart? What can I do that would make me laugh more? What do I release to help my to help me love life more? What can I release to help me love life more? So my suggestion to you, beloveds, is that over the coming weeks, if you take some time, and you don't have to do all the questions at once, you don't have to do them at all. But we believe that if you started to look at these questions one by one in meditation or in quiet, and yes, using your heart and your brain, and ask yourself these questions, and they are more difficult than they look, because it is the place to begin creating more of the life that you love when you know what brings you happiness and joy, what makes you feel peaceful, what makes you laugh, what holds you back. And when you know these things more, then you can begin to create a life that you love. And there are, in all of this, there are, let us give you a very pragmatic example. If you find that, uh, that you need the sunshine, like if you find one of the things that brings you happiness is sunshine, you just love being out in the sunshine or you love mountains, well, then you're certainly not going to want to live in a place that rarely has sunshine. And so in the creating of a life you love, you want to focus on accomplishing and bringing forward in your life the things that bring you happiness and joy and peace and laughter. Does this make sense to you, beloved? So what questions do you have about this exercise I give you? And what we would suggest is for those of you that have journals, is you write one question on each page at the top of the page so that you may continue to add to your answers. So do you feel that you can, moving forward, you can continue or begin to live a life that you love in a more practical way? Does what I have shared today assist you from your human form? You're welcome, beloveds. You are welcome. So I will share with you that no matter what vibration you are, no matter what dimensions you come from or whence you go back to, 
that it is important to live a life you love. For even those of us that you refer to as Ascended Masters, we too focus on what we love. We too focus on doing what makes us happy and peaceful, assists us in raising our vibration. I am Lord Maitreya, and it has been my pleasure to be present with you this day my love and blessings to each of you. Thank you, beloveds. So thanks for listening, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that recording. And before we finish up, there's a couple of things I just want to remind you. Uh, those of you that have listened to the advanced chakra uh, recording that I did a few weeks ago with Lord Shiva, I want to let you know that if you're interested there will be uh, the advanced chakra program is going ahead starting January 10th and it will run for six weeks finishing up on Valentine's Day February 14th and in six weeks you will go from a normal human chakra system to having the complete advanced chakra system the part where he opens all the chakras and gets the long forgotten part of the chakra system working uh, we currently have uh, about seven or eight positions uh, left uh, if you want to sign up for that. And uh, it does include uh, 12 recordings. You're going to listen to two recordings a week to have the chakras activated. Once a week, we will do a group class where you can talk to Lord Shiva directly and he'll come through and check everyone and do some alignments. It's really kind of cool. And there will be a half-hour private session with me during those six weeks to help you with anything you want help with in your life. So that's the Advanced Chakra System, and you can find that on my website, sparklesoflove.love. And finally, I just want to remind you that for listening today, we have a gift available on my website. And to find that gift, all you have to do is go to sparklesoflove.love forward slash show and there's an amazing meditation for you to download so i hope you have a great week and i'll see you again soon bye for now black friday deals are on at freedom mobile get a nationwide unlimited plan on our growing 5g network for just 34 bucks a month for 24 months when you bring your own phone so it's more like black friday conditions apply details at freedommobile.ca covid loves the crowd but it can also ruin the party. Help protect yourself against COVID-19 with a Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist and schedule your vaccination. Visit community.ca. 100% protection cannot be guaranteed.